6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. taking on the Kings in L.A. You know the series tied at one apiece. Uh, the, the Kings got shellacked the other night, 6 nothing by the Oilers. Uh, we're looking for another one this evening. We are going to pump you up and get you ready for this game tonight. All sorts of different voices from all sorts of different areas when it comes to the Oilers, Oilers fans, Oilers hockey on the show today. We will talk with uh, Edmonton radio personality Bryn Griffiths, who has uh, worked for and covered the Edmonton Oilers, the Calgary Flames, the Winnipeg Jets. We'll check in with him. We'll talk to a super fan. You won't believe what he's done to his vehicle. Uh, plus, Chris Sheets, you know him. You love him from our sister station, Kissing Country 103.9. Well, he's on his way to L.A., Actually, he's touched down in L.A. You know that he's always gotten himself into a bit of trouble during the playoff runs. What is he planned for L.A. this year? We will find out. But kicking things off, the show today is a former player, is a former player and coach with your Edmonton Oilers. He was in net in 1980, helped the team make the playoffs that year. He went on to become an assistant coach with the team, winning two Stanley Cups, and then took on the head coaching gig in 1995. Ron Lowe, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me how's it going up there today well pretty good where am i talking to you where are you today i'm at uh Twilliger rec center and we're just almost at the end of uh hockey helps the homeless for the day i wanted to talk to you about uh hockey helps the homeless i know that uh has been a huge part of your life for a long time tell me about it and why is that so important to you well, it's a, it's a one-day hockey event. We, well, we had a draft last night and where everybody gets together and have a few beers. And then today is everybody plays three games in one day, and it is hectic. And for guys like uh, Mac T and Terrence Sandbeth and Ethan Morrow, she's been a struggle, but they're all finishing it up as we speak, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Why 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 is this event though? Why has that been uh, you know important for you to be involved in? Well, uh, I mean, I've been involved in a lot of uh, charity work here in Edmonton over the years, but this one here kind of struck home about uh, I don't know six or seven years ago. I was leaving uh, the arena down at Rogers Place and. Uh, just drove out the back way, and it's uh, it's absolutely scary what's what's happening in Edmonton right now. And hockey helps the homeless has been going on in Canada for, like I said, 25 years, and this is their 25th year. And it's all it generates money for the homeless. And with us, we give our money to uh, the Mustard Seed and Jasper Place Wellness Center. Mm-hmm. And it's something to me that uh, is really needed in Edmonton right now and probably even more so 
since uh, that damn COVID came along. Yeah, Ron, I would agree with you uh, on that one. All you have to do is drive around that whole area uh, around the rink, and uh, a lot of folks will have their eyes opened in a pretty big way. So good on you and, and for the rest of the gang being involved with this over the past number of years. I have to ask you, Ron, um, you know, you've been watching the games. You, you watched uh, the first two games. What do you, what do you think so far? Uh, you know what? Uh, with, with any kind of luck at all, I think the Oilers are up two. Uh, they're up one and uh, decidedly so in the second match. But I think it's going to – tonight could be really a, a scary game one way or the other, I think. I think that uh, Edmonton goes in and puts pressure on those young kids from L.A. They might get a lot of the same result that uh, L.A. put on Edmonton in their first game, which was uh, ultra ultra important uh, because guys are in front of their crowd for the first time with lots and lots and lots of tempo. Ron, curious your thoughts on, on a couple of things. We know that uh, you know Jay Woodcroft uh, under under the team, uh, under the, under uh, Coach Woodcroft, the team kind of got back on a roll after you know hitting the uh, the skids there for a while. You've been an assistant coach. You've been a head coach. How does how does that impact? How does a coaching change impact the team like that? Well, I, uh, I think you know it, it. It's kind of a it's a weird situation. You look at, uh, I don't think that uh, Jay's done a heck of a lot different than Tip. I think that uh, COVID numbers, uh, there's a lot of things that happened. Edmonton got out of the gate real well. Uh, when the injuries happened and everybody got the COVID, then, hey, in the end result, we all know as coaches that uh, the first thing that has to change if things are really, really in the slide is the coach. And they did it. And, boy, kudos to uh, Manson and Woodcroft. They have done an unbelievable job. Uh, The team is definitely drinking the Kool-Aid, and uh, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to watch. And you know what? Both of them have paid their dues in the coaching end of things, and, boy, they deserve a hell of a lot of credit. Ron Lowe joining me this afternoon, former Oilers bench bosher. Appreciate you making time for us as we uh, as we head into Game Three tonight. Curious, I mean, you you played goal. Uh, you were a, a big part of uh, helping the team make uh, playoffs in 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 nineteen eighty. When you look at Mike Smith and and how he's playing and and playing at the age of forty. What do you think about what do you think about that? I mean, because he he wasn't playing for the better part of the season, and now he's in, and he's uh, he's on a roll as well. Well, uh, you know, I I think at age forty, Smitty's probably thirty four or thirty five, uh, in the way he uh, acts, the way he competes. But I, you know what? I don't think it was a bad thing he was hurt half the year, because he looks fresh as a daisy right now. And everybody that can condemn him for the pass he tried to make up the middle the other night should go ask his D-man how many times he's bailed about it getting their faces planted against the grass. <laughs> and uh, I guarantee you right now the defense will make up for that one mistake or take that one mistake and say thank you very much. <laughs> What's it like then for Koskinen sitting there just kind of waiting? Well, you know what, though? He's, uh, he's definitely a guy that they can rely on. If Miko doesn't get used too much, he is an awesome, awesome goaltender. He can't play nine or ten in a row, and really we shouldn't expect it. But if he has to come in for one night or two nights in this series, I'm firmly committed that he'll do the job and do it really well. 
Ron, Ron Lowe joining me this afternoon. Ron, I have to ask you about this. Uh, when the when the team hit the rink in uh, L.A. today at Crypto.com Arena, they were uh, they got there on the ice about a few minutes before their scheduled pregame skate, um, and and uh, the rink staff wouldn't turn the lights on and they wouldn't put out uh, the nets until the exact moment that they were scheduled to go on. And I thought, oh my gosh, okay, some of the shenanigans are starting here. Can you tell me, did you see some of that playoff gamemanship uh, during your time? Did you did you see, you know, other teams doing certain things like this? <laughs> I can tell you one instance right here in our own building after we kind of got trapped in L.A. <laughs> they either moved uh, the visiting bench about seven inches closer to the boards. <laughs> and you could barely get your skates down between the bench and the board, so the boys had to stand up almost the whole freaking game. That was awesome. <laughs> but L.A. had tried to pull one on us down in their building. And, uh, hey, one thing about slaps. Everything was an even keel by the time it was over. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Love it, Ron. Uh, you won a couple of Stanley Cups back in the day. Do you have a Do you have a, a favorite memory? And I'm sure you get asked this, you know, a zillion times, and maybe the memories change every time you're asked. But do you have something that just jumps out at you when you think of those days? Well, uh, I, I think 1990 was uh, as special as anything I've ever been involved with with the Oilers because, we weren't expected to do much. And uh, Billy Renford, Mark Messier, Mark Lamb uh, just kind of changed the dynamics of that series. And uh, I, I, honest to God, we had three young kids that probably played the best hockey of their lives in that, in them, in that whole playoff series. It was unbelievable how well Murphy Graves played and uh Jelena. and yeah that to me it was one that we weren't supposed to win that we did and kudos to that team man that was, that was probably the best team effort i had ever seen from the oil ron i i wasn't here in in the glory years i was uh you know in, in i was an ontario kid i was you know you know 14 15 years old uh then uh i moved here 22 years ago so that gives you an idea of my oilers playoff experience <laughs> like it's been on and off <laughs> for the over the past two decades i'm curious though from your perspective from where you sit um how you've seen the fans over the years have they changed dramatically or has it always been this crazy when it comes to playoff time well i can i can relate to the 90s Uh and uh the playoff runs against dallas and colorado and you were the underdogs then you were the underdogs in those games but uh our fans didn't believe it and uh no the building the building i don't think the fans have changed to be honest i think that mind you it's hard to make rogers really really loud and in game two i thought it was um, magnificent <laughs> i mean and believe me uh they are the seventh man they uh they are invaluable when it comes to playoffs they kept they picked them up and they they kept it going through game two and uh the others responded in kind one more question for you. What what do you think it would be like coaching two of the uh, the world's greatest hockey players right now? Wow, it, it would be uh, totally exciting. I think uh, Evan is blessed again. Uh, we saw two of the best in the 80s, and 
there's two of the best here again right now. And I would throw Darnell in that mix. He's a pretty damn good hockey player also. And, uh, yeah, Evan is very lucky, very fortunate. But you know what? One of the things about Edmonton is I think they deserve it. Mm. Ron Lowe, so great to talk to you this afternoon. Thanks for making time. Have fun the rest of the afternoon with Hockey Helps the Homeless. Looking forward to uh, meeting you in person someday. Thank you for this. Yeah, Shailene, can I throw one more thing in? Absolutely. We're uh, we're almost at our goal of 200000 right now for to split between the two charities. I think we're at one ninety five. so if anybody out there wants to donate to a hell of a cause, go ahead. You can do it at Hockey Helps the Homeless. Edmonton uh, tournament and uh, help us out. It would be awesome. Thank you. You got it. You betcha, Ron. Thank you for your time. Okay. Yeah, take care. Him. Former uh, Oilers uh, head coach, assistant coach, goalie, Ron Lowe joining us this afternoon. We'd love to hear your favorite memory.